into the contest. It's Friday the 27th of May. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shane, we're both fans of Goodfellas. That's sad about Ray Liotta uh, passing away at the age of 67. Yeah, 67, very young, died in his sleep. Um, yeah, famous for playing. And Goodfellas was one of my... Well, he is one of my favourite movies of all time, and he played Henry Hill, the famous mobster. Mm. Um, he also played Frank Sinatra um, in the Rat Pack movie, and uh, he's a fantastic actor. And I think uh, yeah, some of those scenes in Goodfellas uh, are etched in uh, many of men our age, Tim's memories, and uh, yeah, it's a cracking film, wasn't it? Yeah, what an actor. What an actor he was. R.I.P. Uh, Ray Liotta. All right, a huge show this Friday. We're going to talk to Brisbane comedian Shad Wicker. So much going on in the rugby league. And what about the dramas at North Melbourne? Luca Muller, our Melbourne comedian, is going to unstitch all of that. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. Shane. Here it is, the billing. I've got Paul Gallon versus Shane Lee, and I've got Nick Kyrgios versus Bernard Tomek. What about this yarn? Mate, these two, it's Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) They they are are two buffoons going uh, hammer and tong at each other. Well, the latest is that Tomek is um, having a real go at Nick Kyrgios, saying that he's still a better tennis player. Now, I think mm. Tomic's ranked something like 460-something in the world and, and Nick's in the 60 or something. Um, and they're both going hammer and tongue on each other. But he's put a challenge on the line. He's saying, Tomic's saying, put $1 million in each and I'll play you for the, for the pool. And um, funnily enough, Nick Curious hasn't responded to that challenge yet. But he's just come back and saying, why would I play you? I'm higher ranked than you. I'm a better player than you. I've had more top ten. I've been more top three players than you, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, it's Beavis and Butthead going hammer and tong at each other. It's, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite a good read, I think. Yeah, Bernard might win the. Uh, you have beautifully described the Tirana doing donuts in centre court. He might win a donut off. That's yeah. about it, I think. It's, oh, he's a talented player, but boy, oh boy, he's off his brain sometimes. Well, I'm not sure Bernard. he's even got two million bucks because uh, Nick Curious was saying he had to pay for his flight back from China only not, not that long ago because he didn't have any cash. I'd, yeah, I'd be surprised if he's got anything like that. Bernard Tomic and Nick Curious, ladies and gentlemen, in the ring coming up on Afternoon Sport. It is Brisbane comedian Chad Wicker. All right, love it. On a Friday, Brisbane comedian Chad Wicker. What did you think of Melbourne Storm last night? Mate, um, I think the Storm look like they're back. They look like they're back in full swing. It was good to see Cameron Munster really strike back into form. I was a little bit worried the last two weeks. He wasn't looking too great, but I think all the talk of uh, contract through the week and how maybe the Storm had made the right call not to extend him uh, maybe got into his head a little bit and decided to fire up. 
No, I think and I'm, I think there's big, big problems for Manly moving forward for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Well, look, no turbo. We all know what happens to Manly yep. when there's no turbo. Although they did have like mm. an all right track record this year when turbo wasn't there. But, man, I don't know. It, Manly are really a one, like, you know, one player kind of show there at the moment. And I think it's going to be, it's not going to be a repeat of last year. Now, I've got a little question for you, Shad. What, what do you get when you've got a 22 year old man who wants immediate release from his contract? He won't sign a $6 million deal. You get a pain in the house, don't you? Oh, mate. This is one of the biggest stories going around rugby league right now. Uh, Payne Haas wanting to leave the Broncos. An immediate release, it's crazy. It also yep. reeks of player agent mess. Yeah. Like um, his contract, for those that don't know, is like it's something around seven fifty this year. Eight fifty next, nine fifty after that, and then a player option that's a million dollars a season from then on. Um, and the and the Broncos were happy to extend that. So consistently over time, you'll make a lot a lot of money. Apparently, what his agents have turned around and says they want a million now, and they want one point two million when this current deal expires, which right. is like that's crazy money to just all of a sudden throw out there. It's re- to be honest, I feel like it's really selfish. Because mm. the Broncos are – this team's turned around um, what was a basket case last year and the year prior as well to now be, you know, they're in the top – they're tied for fourth at the moment. Yep. So they're se- it's technically in the top four. And, they'll, they'll, and I think they'll win tonight Yeah, too, exactly. Actually. I think they'll be They've got them. the derby tonight and you're going to bring this kind of drama. There's a lot more to it as well, boys. Apparently one of the other reasons Payne's upset is over the whole uh, drama around Selwyn Cobbo when he had his issues with um, – uh, driving unlicensed and whatnot, and right. he wasn't forced to front the media, whereas when Payne's gotten in trouble, he's been forced to front the media every time. So apparently oh. that also plays into it. He doesn't like how he has been treated by people at the club, which I just think that comes hand-in-hand in hand with being the marquee player of the side, dude. Like someone covers a 19-year-old that's debuted yeah. this year, they're not going to throw him out to the wolves, where if you, you're supposed to be strong enough and good enough to do it. And playing State of Origin. He's also suing his manager at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, there's a lot yeah. There's a lot going on. I, I, I wonder how much is Payne Haas himself or if it's uh, Tyron Smith who's his manager. Mm. Yeah, well, that's so. that, that that's the devil of the detail, isn't it? And look, he'd probably be one of the first pick for New South Wales. He's an extraordinary talent. Um, that is, uh, of course, Brisbane Titans tonight. And uh, you've just said that you think Brisbane will win. What about this other game? The mighty, mighty North Queensland Cowboys. Top of the table clash with the Penny Panthers. Man, I tell you what, it's it's so the schedule gods. I mean, they didn't expect it to be this way, did they? I mean, we were able yeah. to get exactly what we wanted. You know, the informed sides taking on the undefeated band. Well, not undefeated, actually. They got beat by Par- Parramatta. But, you know, we, we got to see Parramatta play Penrith when they were at full flight. We got to see the Storm play Penrith when they were both at full flight. Now we get to see the Cowboys who have just they, – aren't they the best story of the season so far to then take on what seems like an insurmountable task, which is the Panthers. I'm going to go out on a limb, boys. I'm going to say that – no Jason Tomololo for the Cowboys as well we've got to be mindful of, but I reckon that the Cowboys might be able to – pull an upset here and I think almost Parramatta-esque like if they win mm. it'll be super tight well I think the style of play um, is the style of play that gives Penrith some problems but we're going to see how good the Cowboys are tonight this this is a real test if they're going to be a, a potential grand finalist um, you know, top four team this year I think 
uh, how they go tonight, we'll see whether they're up to it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want a Do you want a case of O'Brien's on that? <laughs> what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Tim? You reckon just it's going to oh, be? No, no, I think Penrith will beat them. I really do. Um, they're ticking over. They're ticking out. No Tamalolo. I just think they're 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 machine like in their spine. Um, Origin being picked on Monday. Uh, I just think they'll get the job done. But look, I've been wrong once uh, before, back in the early seventies. So this could happen <laughs> again. Uh, what, what about Origin, big guy? What about Origin? Mate, I'm excited to see what these sides are like uh, come mm. Monday. I got a co- I had to pick a team the other day, and uh, I got I copped a lot of flack for what I just what I chose for the Maroon side. Um, it was kind of easy choosing the New South Wales side, to be honest. Like, there's so many great informed players for you lot. I actually chose Gutherson in the centres for you guys, which got a little bit of a stir from people. But um, how, what do you think of this? I know it's a dangerous idea, but my team did not have Daly Cherry Evans in it. No, no. he shouldn't. Yeah. He should be picked. Oh, you mentioned that. You mentioned that actually on the podcast, didn't you, the other day about um, Ben Hunt um, and leaving Daly Cherry. I feel like Ben Hunt. Oh, they they with- won't leave him <laughs> out. They will. They won't. Leave, particularly for game one, they will not leave DCE out of it. I would think. But at some point, at some point, we've got to go, look, DCE's not the future half of the Maroons. It's got to be Ben Hunt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's money's going to be there for a while. He's going to be the 5'8". What, what are we doing with his halfback position? I know that he's – I'll put it this way. If there wasn't a C next to his name, if he wasn't the most senior player there that could captain the side, he wouldn't be playing. Mm. And, and that's kind of where the big ask is. It's like, okay, well, if you take him away, who is the captain of the Maroons? Is it is it Kurt Capewell? Is it, you know, one of these other senior kind of players that are in there? There's not a lot of captaincy experience in that squad when you take DCA out, and that's probably one of the other big reasons. But I think, if I'm being honest, it'll probably be a completely unchanged side except for maybe Paddy Carrigan getting a better run um, in the team with his form from the Broncos. Hey, Shad, um now, if these rumours are correct, years ago you were a talented rugby league player and you took a gap year, and now you <laughs> and now you turned into a comedian. Harris Tavita, he wants to take a gap year. Is this crazy? Man, it's nuts, isn't it? I actually think <laughs> I think good on him. Yeah. I reckon this is actually a really good story in rugby league. I think it's such an all-encompassing career, and and apparently uh, what happened is is he got into writing during mm. uh, the COVID lockdowns and isolation and whatnot, and he really enjoyed his writing. So he just wants to travel the world uh, for a bit and uh, write a book, which, I mean, you might as well do it now before you get concussed so much in rugby league you can't string a sentence together. You should try and read one first. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to read a book before you can write one. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, it's certainly controversial, isn't it? Like uh, your, your rugby league career is uh, yeah is is very limited. You got so you know, it's not like tennis where they they play till they're one hundred and ten. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, I wish him I wish him well as I do to you, Shad. Have a have a lovely weekend. And, uh, we'll Thanks, boys. Can't wait play. to see what type of side you uh, walk out for slaughter on Sunday, mate. Mate, listen and uh, enjoy enjoy the big clash between the Warriors and the Knights as well. That's going to be a hoot. That one. Oh, my God. I'm done with the Warriors, boys. I'm so done. Oh, my God. Get the Dolphins in quick. (laughs) See you, mate. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, it is Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. Friday, that means it's Melbourne comedian Luca Muller is in the house. How are you, Luca? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. How are you? Now, Luca, I want to start with uh, 
the last round of the EPL. I just want to get your summary on it because I know you watched it very closely throughout the year. It was a cracking finish, wasn't it? Yeah, cracking finish. Um, the title race went down to the last day and to the last 20 minutes of the last game. It was bloody <laughs> red hot. I was up and about at about 3.30 a.m. at the Imperial Hotel there. It was a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah, as we were saying last week, Liverpool needed to win and to have Man City either draw or lose for them mm. to uh, get the title. And with 20 minutes to go, Liverpool was up and Man City was 2-0 down, but they stormed back. They got three goals in five minutes to take their title back it was um yeah it was pretty exciting Crazy. no good for me as a Liverpool fan but pretty fucking sweet <laughs> oh it was extraordinary it was one of those moments wasn't it to kick those three goals it just shows uh the class and the brilliance of the team to and Manchester City well done four titles in five years but it does spur your mob Liverpool on to try and get that third trophy in the uh, the champions yeah, absolutely. And as a fan, I think uh, we never really, we only ever really had one hand on the uh, on the EPL title mm. there. It's not, it's disappointing to lose it, but we were never that close to it. It was Man City's most of the season, and yeah, as you say, the big one is uh, coming around this Sunday at uh, five a.m. Very, very nice time, which I think it'll be about six degrees in Melbourne if you're getting up to watch that um, <laughs> against Real Madrid in the Champions League final, which is a rematch of the 2018. Final where Real Madrid did uh, did beat us there, but should be a ripping game. Real Madrid, I think, probably has the upper hand there because they sealed their league title win a few weeks ago. So they've had the chance to rest some players and prepare for this game where Liverpool's yeah had to go hammer and tongs up until a few days ago. So should be a ripping game anyway. Tippy, you're tipping Real Madrid, are you? Over Liverpool. Oh God, I think uh, I think my heart says Liverpool, but my head says Real Madrid. To be okay. honest, there you go, mate. Now listen, uh, AFL, some real dramas down at Arden Street with the Kangaroos. Oh yeah, life is not good for the Kangaroos right now. Um, obviously, their season was off to a pretty skittish start anyway, and then they've had some internal drama this week with sort of three of their. Uh, three of their high-ranking um, like recruiting staff guys leaving, three of the guys who are closest to the coach and all that. And then they had some drama with their star player, number one draft pick, Jason Horn francis mm. um, who officially put his contract talks on hold. And, yeah, it's not a good time to be down down in North Melbourne. Huge game tonight um, for both teams, Swans and Richmond. Yeah, Richmond have uh, come good after a bit of a sluggish start to the season. Um, but yeah, that's seven versus eight. So those two teams really, uh, really fine to stay in the in the top eight there. Um, that's some good Friday night footy, big blockbuster. Yeah, it's a big game, I think, for the Swans. Swans, uh, only a few games ago, they were five wins, two losses. I think they're six and four now. This is, uh, this is a, I think, a big one to see where they're going to sort of finish. If they want a top four finish, I think they need to win tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And Richmond, even though they're not like the top of the top, like they've been the last few years, they're a massive yep. test, especially on the big stage like this. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is good for the Swans if they can get up. And um, what, what about uh, what about some of these other games across the weekend? Yeah, so then on Saturday, you've got uh, Brizzy, who's looking to bounce back from a pretty shocking loss against the Hawks last week. Um, they're coming up against Giants, and uh, I'd be tipping Brizzy pretty big there. And coming off that loss, I'd, I'd be a bit worried if I was a Giants fan. I think Brisbane will look to come out and Pretty, pretty, put a pretty massive score on them. Uh, and then you got the Dockers, who fit similar to the Swans, had this red-hot start to the season. They were 7-2 and two not too long ago, and then they've lost two in a row to pretty surprising teams, the Gold Coast and then the Pies last week. They'll be looking to get back on track, but they're coming up against the still undefeated mighty Melbourne Demons on Saturday Twilight game there. Uh, so that should be a bit rough for the Dockers, maybe. And then you got the Blues and Collingwood, which is... 
Absolute belter, yeah. yeah that's sort of the, one of the game's oldest and uh, most most exciting rivalries. Um, Blues have, yeah, had a pretty sweet start to the season. And if they can get a win over these old-time rivals, and that's going to just uh, keep them going in the right direction. It's funny in sport. You just, for whatever reason, you just get some teams and across all different sports that play each other, and the game just gets a little bit more physical. And that is always Blues and Magpies, I feel. Yeah, and no matter what. It doesn't matter if one team's good and one team's bad. One team's yeah. near the top of the ladder, bottom of the ladder. It's always just a close game. That's one of those games. And yeah, that's Sunday Arvo. Should be should be an absolute ripper. And Melbourne Demons, mate, are you daring to dream that you can actually win the flag two years in a row after that enormous drought and actually possibly... Imagine, imagine winning one in, on the MCG. Yeah, imagine winning one in your hometown. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself, but mm. I am leaving the uh, the September schedule pretty clear in, uh, in good hopes. I think we'll go... You know, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I think we'll go pretty deep into September at least. Yeah, do, do Melbourne supporters now just read the COVID reports every day, hoping there's not going to be another outbreak and <laughs> not shut Melbourne down yeah. again? <laughs> yeah, the Melbourne supporters are pretty uh, pretty anti-lockdown. They're in the, they're in the protest. They're marching. Uh, <laughs> we uh, need that MCG final. Good on you, Luke. Yeah. Listen, mate, you have a great weekend. And uh, any gigs coming up? Yeah, yeah, a few gigs in Melbourne, as always. I've got the show coming up at the uh, Comedy Republic Replay Festival. Check that out. Um, but, yeah, gigs all the time, all around town. It's a good time. Yeah, good on you. And, uh, look, the world is is wobbling back into shape, which is a good thing. Luca, have a good weekend. Cheers, boys. You too. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to Shad Wicker and to Luca Muller and our sponsors, Shino. I'm going to be drinking some of the sponsors' beers today, mate. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves you back. The beer that loves you back. All right. Sure Thanks to our brilliant producer, Dan McHugh. We're back Monday with your daily doses. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Join us for our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. What I'm backing and why. Tim Gilbert is joined by racing journalist Matt Jones and professional punter Brad Miller discussing which horses they'll be betting on this weekend and why. Catch the show Friday afternoons ready for your weekend of punting. Subscribe or follow on your favourite podcast app. What I'm backing and why. Happy punting.